Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Administration and the history of our country. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> I agree, and we're not going back to the Obama-Biden presidency. It was the greatest uh, failure. I agree with you, Kamala. Yeah, we do <laughs> on that. Uh, we did voice. witness the greatest failure in presidential history. We did. So, what do you think, man? What do you think? I, you know, I, I, I was commenting last night as, as I, or posting as I was watching, and then I took it all off and then it was over, so I, w- I could just say this on the air the next day. Honestly, my honest yeah. opinion was uh-huh. it was fairly pointless. <laughs> it, I, it really was kind of pointless. I mean, I, 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 it, I, maybe Frank Lutz is right, and some of the undecideds were turned off by Kamala's bizarre performance last night but uh, uh you know i it, it didn't move the needle for obviously nobody who was biden before is going over to trump and nobody who was trump before you know she was kamala harris she's obnoxious she was so full of crap uh uh susan page was completely obviously once again in the tank for the biden campaign every question she asked pence was loaded Every question she asked uh, Kamala Harris almost had the answer within. Uh, it, it and it he was he did fine. I mean, I, there was so there was a few missed opportunities where I was screaming like, "Dude, just get in there and say it!" Because he tended to, he he was Mike Pence. He was very measured. Uh, he t- took a long walk every now and again to get to what he really needed to. You know, you and I talk about the eight second rule. You know, Mike Pence wasn't, uh, he, he didn't hit you right off the beginning with what he needed to say. And and that got annoying to me. Um, the fly was hilarious. The fly was great. And I, I, <laughs> when I went to sleep, I, I'm thinking the fly is going to be the biggest story on planet Earth tomorrow. And, and it has. That fly has gone viral. That was bizarre. I almost tended to think, did, uh, did they like digitally insert that fly uh, into Pence's hair just to kind of give you a bad visual? I, I just, you know, it it was fine. It, <laughs> she was obnoxious and she was full of crap. He, she uh, said, I remember three things that I was screaming. He didn't just jump on and correct pre-existing conditions. The president signed an executive order uh, protecting pre-existing conditions. She went with the Charlottesville thing, and he said uh, white supremacists are all good people. Pence didn't say anything about it. She brought back up, the, he called the military suckers and losers. Pence didn't address it. You know, it was stuff like that that made me crazy. Uh, and and we're with the horrible moderation and Kamala Harris just talking out of her butt pretty much the whole time when she's not rolling her eyes. It was pointless. I mean, for someone like me, I, I, there was nothing really memorable that happened. The own, Pence, the first opening uh, response Pence nailed it, and he needed to be that guy for the rest of the debate, where he brought it. They were talking about health care, and he brings up plagiarism, something Biden knows something about. Uh, we were in our, in our living room going, yeah, yeah. And then he just never went back to being that guy. 
and and I wanted him to be that guy to just you know really get in there and and I, he's a very measured and calm guy and we liked that I think the visuals were great he looked much more presidential quote unquote than she did Chris Wallace is dropping LSD you know uh, but beyond that I, I there was really no big takeaways I don't think there's no great moment I think I, I hate to say it but the fly is uh, what's going to echo through his, the halls of history on this one. I, I saw it a little bit differently in that I had one question. I think this debate, the vice presidential debate, is for one to answer one question. That is, who can be president right now? Right. Right. Uh, not six weeks from now, not a year from now, but who's ready now? And there's no question in my mind that that's Mike Pence. Um, he was measured. He was in control. He was under control. He had a command of the, the facts last night. Um, he did look into the camera and address the pre-existing condition thing. Uh, Chris Wallace said he didn't, but he did. Uh, she did get away with a bunch of lies, but that's okay because that showed that, just like her boss says, she's a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Isn't that the word? That's the quote from Joe Biden. That's the one that he throws around right, all the time. Right. But right. he clearly, clearly answered the question. He was clearly presidential. He is going to be a great answer in 2024 to the Trump administration and some of the chaos that we have seen. He's going to be a very calming influence in 2024 when he and Christy Noem team up to run for president in 2024. I think it's going to be really good. Harris, to me, seemed desperate. She was fidgety. She was jumpy. She couldn't tell the truth. She refused to answer important questions. She dodged really important questions. And she was not held to account on questions that Mike Pence brought up, packing the Supreme Court, abolishing the Electoral College, statehood for Puerto Rico and D.C., lockdown mass mandates. She lied about Iran and saying that uh, because Donald Trump pulled us out of the Iranian deal, we're in more danger than we've ever been before. That's not true. Clearly, peace has come to the world, except for right here, because Democrat Marxists are on the streets of this country raising hell. Uh, and everybody's clear on that. I mean, nobody has any question in their mind uh, about any of that. Uh, the media said he was dull, he was boring, he was mansplaining. They said that uh, oh, you know he lost right. all the men last night, yeah, and he <laughs> drove the women away last night. Um, they did talk about the fly last night. Gail King over on CBS said it was a fly of cover, color who landed on Pence just at the right moment. The reason they were talking about the fly last night w was because they didn't have anything, nothing positive to say concerning their candidate, Kamala Harris. Again, it goes back to that one question. Who's ready to be president right now? Because, Sean, as you and I both know, we've discussed many, many times, uh, Donald Trump has covid 19 right now he's looks like he's doing pretty well he's getting over it but who knows i mean relapses have happened i pray for a long life for donald trump i really really do uh, conversely joe biden is in declining health and he's not going to play fourth four quarters he's not so he's going to end up back in delaware and they're going to send him over there and kamala's going to be the man or the woman and who who's ready Who's ready for that job? Certainly not Kamala Harris. She's not ready to go for China. She's not ready to go up against China. She's not ready. She's she's working for China, in my view. She's not ready to go uh, up against Iran and the mullahs over there. They'll run circles around her. Not because she's a woman. Get off the gender crap, y'all. Has nothing to do with the fact that she's a woman. She's just not ready. Uh, 
she's completely unprepared to run this country or have anything to do with the running of this country. And that was abundantly clear last night. She was condescending. She was rude. She was crude. She treated him a very respectful man like, like Mike Pence, like he's a third grader. She came off as the third grader last night. He won hands down. You know, everybody, and I don't like to play that who won, who lost thing. He won hands down last night. No question in my mind. I don't know that there either one was a big, <clears throat> big winner. Again, I, I, you know, from the Frank Lutz point of view, I, I, yeah, visually, you know, the people who are checking into this thing and then checking out, he definitely came off as more presidential. Um, I, it, when I say it's pointless, it's because the the setup is pointless, the moderation is pointless, it's already swayed, um, and I, I just wanted him get to get in there a little bit more. I understand totally what you're saying, but he was frankly kind of dull on occasion. It doesn't matter when if you're somebody who is actually listening to what's going on and watching and paying attention like we are, he just took a long time to get to where he needed to be. And for people who are just like I said, kind of looking at it from the kitchen, uh yeah, she came off as completely childish and B wordy. Uh, honestly, I, I just uh-huh. yeah, that's exactly uh-huh. right. That's she, uh-huh. she played the chick card on a, on a, on a number of occasions, uh, and we can talk about the mansplaining because they're all uh-huh. now pl- they, they women can do anything; they're equal. Hey, leave uh-huh. her alone. She's a girl. You know, stop mansplaining right. to her. You know, what I mean, it's, it's that's pathetic. what they're doing. So that's it what I mean. Pathetic. Stuff like for me, I've gotten so cynical that a lot of this stuff it really is kind of pointless because most of the people at this point know who they're voting for. Uh, again, I hope right Lutz there. is right and that the undecideds saw Pence as the adult in the room like they did when he went up against Tim Kaine. But for me sitting there and watching it, it was pointlessly frustrating and 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 there was no well, sure. real takeaways and in our in our in our YouTube but world, do you think part of the reason world, it was the fly kind of won out. <laughs> but but do you but do you think that's because nothing could be said or done that's going to bring you over to Joe Biden. I'm the same way. I wouldn't vote for Joe Biden if he was the last man standing on this planet. I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. He's not going to get my vote by default. It's not going to happen. So to me, I look at that last night and I say, well, okay, so it's a little uh, pointless because to me, personally, it's a little pointless. And I hate these debates. I I said it all morning during the 5 to 7. Having a Democrat from the USA Today and a Democrat from Fox News and a Democrat from C-SPAN be the so-called moderators of these things. If and, and John Hayward said it on the show this morning. If they get to ask the Republicans Democrat-written and, and, and crafted questions, then we ought to be able to ask the Democrats Republican-written and crafted questions. She took those questions right out of the Washington Post and New York oh. Times. That's what she yeah. did, well, and, and that's the way did. they do this. So put them in a room and let them go go at each other, go back and forth. Let's not have a let's not have a, a moderator. But I think when you look at that one question, who's ready to be president right now? That's Mike Pence. No question. Right now, yeah, and, and I and I and I'm, I'm with you there. Okay, when again the, the 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 issue I had is that they're 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 not really. T- you're right. We, we should maybe just scrap the moderator. Then they really just got to talk to each other, whether it's Biden or Trump or or Pence and Harris, uh, you know, in the future, where they just really have to engage each other because that's what we've lost. We've lost. That's what it says it's so pointless because they're both to a certain extent reading from a script, and they're both you know there's no real interaction going on. 
And uh, so that's what my issue was, again, with, with Pence, if there yeah. was any issue. But I do believe, I, I don't know that anybody won or lost, but I, he did obviously came off as more presidential than she did. No, not even close. Right. Uh, break A little news breaking right now, virtual debate next week on the 15th. And President Trump, this is from Elena sending this to me, President Trump says he may pull out. Uh, he's not into ah. doing a virtual debate. They want to do a virtual. The Democrats want to do a virtual debate next week, and President Trump says, "Well, if it's going to be a virtual debate, then I may not do it." So we'll wow. we'll uh, we'll effort to find out more about that and get that to you this morning as we roll forward. Back in just a minute with AccuWeather and traffic coming right. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. When Joe Biden was Vice President of the United States, not seven and a half million people contracted the swine flu. 60 million Americans contracted the swine flu. If the swine flu had been as lethal as the coronavirus in 2009, when Joe Biden was vice president, we would have lost 2 million American lives. So here we go. It's uh, 724 KTSA with Warren Rima. Only one reason you want to go to a virtual debate, which is what they want to do next week, and the president says, I'm not going to do that. There's only one reason. It's called teleprompter. Uh, they want to be able to have Joe Biden in his basement with a teleprompter in front of him, the answers on the teleprompter to every single question that comes up, because Joe Biden is in declining health, folks. He's going downhill, and they have to prop him up with the answers. That's why. It has nothing to do with COVID-19. If you want to put the dang uh, plexiglass in there, put the dang plexiglass. It does. It has nothing to do with COVID nineteen. Oh, this absolutely. is all about giving Joe Biden the advantage through cue cards and teleprompters and whatever else. That's all. And and they do it at this point also because then they can claim, well, Trump's just either too sick or he, he doesn't feel he could beat Joe Joe Biden in the debate, so he's backing out for that reason. You know, though, that's what they'll try to hang on him. That he's, that he's not going to, not because they changed the status and, and it gives uh, Biden an unfair advantage, but they're going to say immediately, well, Trump just doesn't think he can out debate Biden. You know, I mean, and, and that's the way I think that's going to go, but he's right to do it. Clearly, they could set him up with a little, you know, screen right in front of him beyond the camera, or they could well, actively type in the responses to anything that he is, that he is asked. Yeah, they're they're just horrible people, man. (laughs) They're really horrible people. We said it over and over again. I mean, between now and November 3rd, and even after November 3rd, they're going to do everything they can to cheat and steal this thing. They're doing all they can to yank the rug out from the American people. Because, American people, you screwed up four years ago. You blew it four years ago. And, And one of the biggest stories about that right now, Sean, is this coup, this attempt to coup. And they ain't talking about this. And we're talking about people who could be, and I think, as as I've seen this deal, rightfully so, uh, charged with crimes against this country, people who could be facing felonies, in my view, about all of this. And nobody's talking about this. Of course, I'm talking about you know the, the Russian collusion story and how that all started and all that kind of stuff. We're talking about some of the highest uh, placed people in this country at that time trying to pull off a political coup against the American people. Forget about against Donald Trump, but against the American people, because you screwed up four years ago, folks. You 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 elected the wrong person four years ago. You silly, uneducated you. rednecks. Yeah, you silly, yeah. racist rednecks. How dare you elect one of your own to uh, to our to our political class here? It's exactly right, and they hate his guts for it. And, and they're going to uh, get you for it. And and the, I, you know, I just wonder sometimes: are there Democrats? There can't be a lot of them, but are there Democrats 
who see this kind of thing, and then they see a lot of the stuff that we've been hearing and the so-called analysis after the debates, and they're they're clearly biased. They're clearly you know lying on occasion uh, uh, to make their point. I'm talking about the the American media. Are there are there Democrats that just have looked at that and said, you know, I, I just I'm not you anymore. I got to get away from you. And maybe I'll no. go over here. How I, I don't no. I think you're right, and I think that's sad because. Man, <laughs> how do you sit and listen to your own party, the, your own side of things, pull these shenanigans and obviously angle to cheat, and you're cool with it? You just roll with it, you know? I, because I, it's, it's all that matters is winning. The I only guess, thing that matters yeah. as far as Democrat Marxists in this country, and that's why I say they're one and the same, the only thing that matters is dethroning uh, Donald Trump and getting rid of him. Uh, he came into power as somebody who represented the people, and I'll tell you what he pissed him off is when he said right there, standing in, in front of the Capitol looking out on his inauguration day, I'm giving the power back to you, the right. American people. And those people, Democrats can't stand that. They can't stand <laughs> right. the idea that Washington is not going to be running our lives under President Trump. But I'm going to tell you what, if he loses in one month, look out, because communist China will own this country. All right, we got to take a break. Warren Ryman continue on the other side of the news with more of this, more analysis, and there's other stories of the day we'll talk about, too. Meanwhile, BG products are great for whatever it is you drive. Somebody asked me the other day, hey, I'm going to be out in my motorhome tootling around for some of these months. Uh, what about BG in my motorhome? Absolutely. This stuff is great. Uh, it, it works in any kind of engine that you can imagine, whether it's for the protection of the inside of the engine to reduce the friction. That reduces the heat, the wear and tear uh, on the engine and saves you a lot of money on repair bills. Or whether you're using the BG44K, which is what I have in the motorcycle right now, the 44K cleans the uh, injectors, cleans off the valves, any carbon buildup or anything like that on the valves, restores performance to your engine, but better engine life as well. You get it from BG and only from BG, much better than anything you can buy off shelf. Uh, just next time you have the oil changes, say, hey, where has been talking about BG? Do the BG service for me at BG. PTSA coverage of Your Voice, Your Vote 2020 is brought to you by Stephen Zufing. Donald Trump, who went to Arlington Cemetery and stood above the graves of our fallen heroes and said, what's in it for them? Because, of course, you know, he only thinks about what's in it for him. And, of course, that never happened. That never happened. No, no. Another shameless lie no. told last night. One question, one question answer. Who's ready to be president today? And that's Mike Pence, clearly. All right, so real quick, Warren Rima here at KTSA. 35 southbound, don't go that way. 35 southbound on the northeast side of town, don't go that way. 35 southbound, northeast side of town, don't go that way. Uh, do something else. So uh, you're going to be there a while. If you go, if you go 35 southbound right now on the northeast side, uh, don't go that way. If you got to get downtown, uh, find another way to go because it's a mess. So do you want to talk about Wolf and this uh, bar thing? <laughs> yeah. Wow, wasn't that a shocker? <laughs> I really right. didn't see that coming. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who to be upset with. You know, uh, Abbott or or Wolf, because the judge is just doing. Yes. it's his nature. Yes. The judge is just doing what he does. You know what I mean? Both. Abbott <laughs> seems like he kind of took the wimpy way out on this one. It's like, he did. Know, I I understand trickle down power and and you know and and president has you know repeatedly throughout this whole thing given the authority to the governors and the mayors. And you make up your minds about your area, 
But that was kind of a wimpy move on Abbott's part because it's total wimp. What was the point of that? He was out. The liberals are going to not open up. The conservative no. mayors are going to open up. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, Judge Wolf. Wow, he's not ready for it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't figure you would be, sir. <laughs> well, look, here's the deal on 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 the governor. You can't. He's playing it both ways. Okay, yeah. so he, you know, months ago he said we're going to open up, and you have to open up, and you have to do this, and that made Nirenberg and and uh, and Wolf mad, and they, you know, took it to him on the television. They were mad at the fact that he told them that they had to open up restaurants and these other locations. They had to do it, but now that it's to the bars, he doesn't want to go all that way and put himself in political difficulty. I, I'm a little disappointed in Greg in that. He shouldn't be playing political games. Look, we have numbers with COVID going down, and the reason they're going down is because we're opening up. Schools have opened up. Uh, restaurants are taking in more people. Fact of the matter is there's a correlation not between shutting down and the numbers going down, but opening up and the numbers are going down. I just say open up. It's a free country. It's supposed to be a free country, so open up. Come on, well, I, Nelson. Look, I- I agree with you absolutely. You know, I mean, it's heartbreaking. There's places in our neighborhood that we we, we have friends who own places in this neighborhood that uh, have shut down and probably aren't coming back. And uh, you know, and and to do a make a wimpy move like that, where oh, I'll just leave it up to you, you county judges, you make up your minds. Well, he knows what exactly what's going to happen. Just like I said, guys like Nelson Wolf are going to say nope. If you're uh, in some of the smaller towns or up in the hill country, uh, the county judges up there are going to be like, yep, we're going to open up. You know, and, and he Abbott knew, had to have known that's going to be the way it goes. So I don't know if he's trying to save himself politically. And so the the uh-huh. dark clouds hover over guys like Nelson Wolf, uh, or uh-huh. if he genuinely thought it should be up to, I, I, I think you're, I think, yeah, I think it was a political move. And. Because again, you know what the judge is going to do. You know what Nuremberg's going to do. You know what yep. any you know, what the guys in Austin are going to do. I mean, you 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 know it. It's 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 a foregone conclusion. Well, Nelson Wolf's a Democrat, a far left Democrat, and he wants to support Democrats, and he wants to support those who are anti-Trump and anti-conservatism in every way. But the problem with that is he's killing business by doing that. Business is dying. It's dying in Bear County. Business people are closed down, particularly in the bar business. They are shut down in Bear County. This was the dumbest thing in the world to shut it down in the first place, all right? Uh, particularly, uh, you know, the, the the masses that we have seen uh, shut down the way they've been shut down. Um, and and all, at, at this point, it's just a political ploy, a political game. It has nothing to do with COVID anymore, trying to protect people from COVID. They're playing Absolutely. politics. Right. And the best thing I could do is what Ron DeSantis over in Florida did, and that's open up and carry on. We've said it a million times. Let's make it a million and ten that this is the first time in our history that we have locked up a free people, number one, and number two, healthy people. That's healthy, just free dumb. people. We need you, we need you people indoors. You're a threat. You know, oh, Lord. And, you know, I would ask the, the judge and, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ron there, you think yeah, there's the odd liberal Democrat whose bar just uh, went under, is never coming back, and maybe some liberal Democrats that worked in that bar and now are out of work themselves? Uh, you think maybe you've destroyed a few of your own businesses? Because I, I bet you have. When you look at the percentages, but I guess the, that's just collateral damage, right? So they don't care. <laughs> Long as the overall goal is reached, who cares? You know, and I, it's well, heartbreaking. I, sure, it is. And and as far as the mayor's concerned, with all due respect to the mayor, um, he said, you know, Halloween is not canceled. Well. <laughs> 
uh, he doesn't get to make that decision. That's not up to him. Okay, it's up to, to moms and dads. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not up to him. It's not up to Nelson Wolf. It's not right. up to any mayor. It's not up to any politician as to whether or not children are going to dress up and walk around with a bag and ask for candy. That's hey, not up to them. Masks. But the problem is, Sean. Here's right. Well, here's the problem. In this country, we have so many fools who are willing to delegate all of their own personal sovereignty and power over to government forces and say, okay, you tell me, can I go Halloween chicken? Can I, can I open up my bar? Somebody tell me. No, that's not the American spirit. The American spirit is, my kiddo wants to go ask for candy? Fine. Put on that costume, Charlie. Let's go. We're going next door to get some candy for you. That's yeah. the American spirit. Come on, Yoda, let's go. You know, I mean, yeah, honestly. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, let's go get some kids. God, I loved Halloween when I was a kid, you know, and now it's just always so complicated. So I don't even know what Nuremberg really <laughs> means. I mean, yeah, does he? do they have the right to cancel holidays? Does he yeah. have the right to do that? You know? Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm, being, I'm not being funny when I say, Ron, can we have Christmas? Well, no. You know, yeah, we'll try true. buying candy canes at the airport on Sunday. You know, I, I don't know. So we'll hopefully we'll get to have Christmas at least. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. I firmly believe this for years. If our founding fathers were suddenly resurrected today, they wouldn't recognize this country because we, as citizens, have handed over willingly handed over power to those whom we elect, and we have said, "Yeah, you, 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 you tell us what to do." And that was never the idea. It was the idea for us to tell them what to do. <laughs> They're not going right, to tell right. us what yes, to do. That's, that's how it's supposed to work. They you were, work you know, for the, us. We yes, pay. They, you don't pay our sign our paychecks. No, we sign yours exactly. You Pay for your lifestyle. Exactly. You know, that's how you're the, not going to tell us whether we take our kids out for candy. Sorry, you're not going to do it. <laughs> you know, we're going to put together an Easter commission, uh, Trey, so that uh, we have uh, several months to decide if we can allow Easter to happen uh, in the uh, in the days of, pan of the pandemic. We'll figure that out after the election. <laughs> you know, I mean, how I, you, you really have to wonder when the dust settles on this election. What remains of of all this? Does it really? Do they just drop the, the whole scheme at that point, and all of a no. sudden everything's opened up, and it's like it never happened? No, no, they don't. They yeah. they're not going to quit. They they want. They're not going to rest until this is a socialist country. Whoever wins uh, November third, right. the socialists will not rest. This is a constant battle that's been going on for years. And the difference is the battle longer in the shadows. The battle has been brought out and it's being fought in the light right now. And we've got to stand up. We're, we are the light. And we're going to continue to be the light that stands up for liberty and freedom. When we come back, another city council member in San Antonio is talking about you feeding and taking care of people who live elsewhere. Another thing that the city council is not responsible for, they're trying to do. We'll talk about that coming up with Ware and Rima. Meanwhile, Bridgehead IT. Look, here's the deal. Everybody needs an IT company or, or an IT service or an IT department. And your business may already have one. But I can tell you right now, whatever your IT is all about right now, they could use some help. They could have. They could use somebody to come in and plug the holes, the problems that they uh, and challenge 
challenges that your IT department faces every day can be helped by Bridgehead IT. The team at Bridgehead has been at this now for over 20 years in San Antonio, and great companies, both large and small, moms and pops and big companies alike, have trusted Bridgehead IT for the help that they can bring them. This is far too important just to trust it to anybody. You have to trust it to a professional organization who knows about IT, who's in front of all the trends, who knows what's going on and how to protect your client list, your employee information, all of that stuff that you work so hard to build with your business. It is super important that you protect it with Bridgehead IT. No contracts to sign. Really friendly guys who work 24-7 for you and your company. BridgeheadIT.com and on the phone, 210-477-VersalMensClinic.com. Senator Kamala Harris was one of only 10 members of the Senate to vote against the USMCA. It was a huge win for American auto workers. It was a huge win for American farmers, especially dairy in the upper Midwest. And the farmers know that, but Kamala Harris was such a liar last night about everything. And a dodger, too. She was. She dodged all these important questions. One of the most important questions about packing the Supreme Court. She oh, still yeah. hadn't answered that. No, no, and she's not going. She's not going to. She, she. That was one of those moments where she just acted like that didn't happen. Like she just didn't hear that question. She just wasn't asked that. She was a free flowing river of 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 lies <laughs> last night. I mean, she really was. It was. It was. She lied so much that that became boring. Do you know what I mean? Because everything yep. she said to a certain extent either made no sense at all. Uh, had nothing to do with the question that was asked, and was a complete lie. Uh, and, and and that becomes watching somebody continue on with that sort of a performance really becomes tedious after a while. It does, you know. I mean, it would have been shocking if she said the truth at some point. But I'm just mansplaining. What do I know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sick of I'm sick of the whole debates the whole season. We could just vote. We could have voted yeah. months ago as far as I'm concerned. Uh you're not you there's nothing that either of them could say that's going to sway me or most of the people that I know, if right. not all the people that I know, because I know what they're up to. They're up to bringing about Marxism through China into the United States. Joe Biden owes a big debt to China, and he's going to pay it back if he becomes the president. Or really, he won't be the president, their committee. But as far as last night's concern, only one question in my mind, who's ready to be president today? And that is Mike Pence. Full stop. She's not ready. And never will be, in my view. Oh, yeah, but I mean, that was, that was painful. That was obvious within 30 seconds of seeing him come out. Uh, you know, I mean, she she's she's childish. She's childish. She seems like uh, a a a thin skinned seventeen year old. Do you know what I mean? She she responds and reacts that way in a very uh, emotional and snarky way. Uh, she doesn't seem even like a fully grown adult intellectually. Uh, so yeah, you're right. As far as the optics, Pence, you know, of the two. Which who would you be more uh, uh, cool with being president and and having that kind of power? It would obviously hands down Mike Pence, H- hands down. Uh, I just you know it, the rest of it I, I I thought was just kind of pointless. Uh, there's as I said at the beginning, there's a several examples or opportunities where he really could have laid 
uh, her her lies to rest, and, and he didn't take the opportunity. And, and I, you know, had he gotten in those in, into those areas a little quicker, I, I might have you know had a different opinion. But I'm just sort of glad it's over, Trey. And <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> and, I know you are. <laughs> and now we got whether there's going to be another I'm one. I'm glad or not, it I came know. off. Right. I'm glad it came off. I'm glad it came off the way it did because right. you, you saw a clear contrast between the two of them. Oh, it yeah. was abundantly clear between him and her. It has nothing to do with her gender, and you know, for CNN to be playing on her gender oh. now and all that kind of crap, it's just crap. It's just anything that they can use now is what they're going to use, and they're not done with it. They're still going to continue to, to you know use whatever they can use. I, they're a non-factor as far as I'm concerned. The factor is, and the fact is, what was abundantly clear last night was Mike Pence is ready. And in 2024, when he teams up, hopefully with Christy Noem, this is going to be a ticket that's going to rock America and be awesome for the United States of America. If he chooses to do it, if I'm Mike Pence, and, and knowing him, I wouldn't put up with any more of this. I'd get done. I'd say, that's it. I'd, you know, pfft, give me go to the house. I'm going back to Indiana. You know? Right, right, right. Crap. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you're right. I, I, I think he will. Hopefully, he will in 2024. We obviously we the big one is uh, is coming up in a few weeks. That's for all the marbles because you're, you're absolutely right. This is their opportunity. This is something that a guy like Obama has been planning for, has been groomed for, has been salivating over his entire adult life for this moment to uh to take over the the whole Well, he's farm. a marxist. That's, he is. He's a marxist. And so yeah. Uh, th- that would, you know, and 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 they're about it. <laughs> so we this election is that important. I, I don't think he can stress that enough. How very very important this election is. It's vital to the continuance of this country and if you dig your life of liberty in any way shape or form, man, you got to turn out. <laughs> Cuz look at that. Look at that woman last night. Oh my god. One heartbeat and away. Kamala did not answer, still has not answered the question about specifics, what they would have done different <laughs> concerning right. COVID-19. And not Mike there. Pence knocked it out of the park when he said, when you read their plan, it looks like plagiarism, something that Joe Biden is very familiar with. Back in a minute. And in his speeches, and he filled the vacancy at the first possible instant. He didn't put it out because it's the right thing to do. Kamala Harris, once again, making crap up, as she did and <laughs> continues to do. Now, that's history. That's the real history. She's inventing history. She, she Well, they all are, you know, I mean, on a daily basis. I, I think that's what gets so frustrating for me, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I can deal with a lot of stuff, but I cannot deal. Uh, it, it lies, yes. I mean, I, I hate people who are liars. I hate it in my life when I have engaged in lying. But this, this, I, I can only describe it on the air as bullcrap. I, I cannot take a steady diet of bullcrap from somebody, and that's what she is. She is a just a steady river of nonsense. And and uh, uh, the fact that there are lots and lots of people in this country who, frankly, are educated and in, in many other regard are, are intelligent human beings will sit and listen to her and just accept everything she says simply because she's a Democrat is is just amazing to me, the, the mass weirdness that goes on. She rarely says anything that either makes sense or is true. 
Well, and certainly last night that was on on full display. Oh, uh, so you know, uh, just to start off the hour again, I go back to that one question, and I'm going to say it a million times. We have new listeners every couple of minutes. Uh, who is ready right now to be president? That's Mike Pence. He's ready right now. She's clearly not. And uh, uh, somebody like a, a Putin would run circles around her. And uh, of course, I think she and China owns the Democrat Party right now. Right. Megan McArdle over at Washington Post. <laughs> says that uh, all these folks on the national media, uh, the media mob, uh, need to get off this nonsense about she can't debate because she's a woman. They're they're giving excuses for her failure last night, saying that she's a woman. Um, and Megan McCarl at Washington Post says, Mike Pence is actually a good debater. Uh, you, you didn't see him over there rolling his eyes, doing exaggerated high school theatrical. This is my disdainful face mugging. Harris's right. X chromosomes did not force her to do that, said Megan McArdle. Megan's a lefty, by the way, who works at the Washington Post. But she's saying, all these guys who are saying that Mike Pence, you know, was mansplaining and she, she, you know, she can't do it because she's a, a female it has nothing to do with her being a female. She just can't, first of all, she lies, and second of all, she can't debate. She can't debate her way over paper sacks. Well, my, my wife had an interesting reaction uh, from, shall we say, the feminine perspective. She said, I would respect her or any woman who was on that side but who was there to, to debate uh, equally with the other person. And, he, and she said, as a woman, it offends me that she is playing every girl card possible by the facial expressions, by uh, the, 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 the edge to her voice and the lack of respect. She said she is making all women look bad. She should be just as poised as he is and just as measured as he is, and they should be having an actual conversation. And even though I may not agree with her, I'll at least respect her as a woman. And my wife said she is embarrassing to me as a woman by, by all this theatrical crap she's doing. I, th- I thought that was interesting. Um, so now they have said next week's debate is going to be a virtual debate, and President Trump says, nope, not interested in a virtual debate. Look, uh, the reason they're going virtual has nothing to do with COVID-19 and protecting the health of the people who are going to be there and all of that. What it has to do with is they want to put the answers in front of Joe Biden. Joe Biden's in declining health, and he needs the answers in front of him if they're going to have a town hall debate, which this is is supposedly going to be. And you can count on this being a total setup from the get-go where Joe is going or Joe's people will have the questions from the audience, and they're going to type the answers up on a teleprompter in front of him so he can read the answers from his basement. That's why they announced this morning they're going to go to it. Was it, Look, this was baked in. This is not the last minute because Trump got COVID. They were going to do this all along. They were going to change it. And Trump says, I'm not playing their game. I'm out. Forget about it. Well, yeah, it's kind of a jerk move. I mean, it totally is, uh, and I, I agree with you. I'm, I, I'm sure they had stuff like this in the, in the plan uh, from uh, a long time ago. The COVID kind of gave them an interesting opportunity to verify or justify that, at least from their perspective. And certainly they're going to argue that if Trump doesn't want to do it, it's because he's afraid to uh, debate uh, Joe Biden again. He's trying to weasel out of it when really it's quite the opposite because <laughs> I, I think you're right if you if you go virtual he could have anything sitting in front of him you know i mean uh, uh with the answers being typed in real time right there in front of him he just has to read uh it, it's a jerk move and, and it, it must be embarrassing for for uh democrats it's not but it should be embarrassing how your side just constantly needs to cheat 
You cannot just win on an argument. You cannot make an argument for what you want. So they always have to cheat, and uh, they're they're about that business right now. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know what to say. What else to say about it? It's obviously a cheater move. What? How is he going to negotiate something with? The, the head of China or the mullahs in Iran or with, uh, you know, Vladimir Putin, if he has to do everything, if everything has to be written down for him. In other words, he can't think on his feet, right? Right. So uh, if it's all going to be virtual, if he can't meet with them, number one, because even if they do use the excuse, well, I'm afraid of getting COVID, you can't run the world that way. That's not no. how this is going to well, It's not how this is going to work. Know, I just you huh? make uh, uh, Susan Rice Secretary of State and let her handle it. <laughs> That's what'll happen. He won't do anything. You know, I mean, you've said it yourself. He's not actually going to be the president. No, you know, she. Even if she became the president because he bows out, she's not going to be the real president. She's not capable of it. Neither one of them is capable of being president, and that's why they're there. (laughs) That's precisely why they're on that ticket, because they're not. But it doesn't matter. He is Joe Biden. He was the vice president with Barack Obama. That's his claim to fame as far as this ticket. She's, frankly, a black woman, and, and that's why they're both on the ticket. They're, they're not, neither one of them is going to be actually the, the president when this happens, if it happens. Hopefully not. Yeah, and let's, <laughs> yeah right, exactly. Um, back here in San Antonio City Council, it's a story from over at KSAT. City Council tackling food desserts by increasing the access to fresh foods and vegetables. Now, this is over in District 3 with Rebecca Villagran, councilwoman over there. She says we have some of the highest diabetes rates in the entire city of San Antonio in District 3. Linked poor diets, obesity, diabetes, and uh, what they need over there is fresh fruits and vegetables. She said because of the lack of grocery stores, we're continuing to grow out there, and we still don't have grocery stores out there. She says the community needs a big box store. In April of 2019, the Viva SA Healthy Corner Store Initiative was launched, and what that does is taxpayer money from all over the city buys uh, food and takes it over there to the uh, to the grocery stores or the uh, corner stores so people when they go into the Valero or whatever they can also pick up an apple and they just approved another 120,000 taxpayer dollars to do it well okay respectfully that's not the job of the city council fix the stupid streets okay do that make sure we got cops and firemen and then the rest of it, it's supposed to take care of itself. If the big box stores and the grocery stores see a profit opportunity where she's talking about in District 3, you get get out of the way because they're going to build a big box store and they're going to build a grocery store and they're going to build a Costco if there's a profit opportunity there. The problem is they don't see a profit opportunity there and they do research all the time to find out new places that they ought to build and they don't see an opportunity to make any money there. Hence, they're not building over there. So if the people on in her district don't have access to the food she thinks they ought to have, they can load up their butts and buy a house where there is the food that she thinks they ought to have, and they can have it right next to the street like the rest of us do. But the bottom line is, it's not city council's business to be building uh, grocery stores and restaurants and all that with taxpayer money from all over the city. Fix the stupid streets and make sure we got cops and fire people. That's what a city council is supposed to do. Well, that's why we need a new city council, because this city council is always going to be that person. This city council is always going to be that liberal idiot, that liberal puke, that, uh, oh, we got a food desert, and that we gotta, we got to bring in, you know, no, it's nonsense. But that's their nature. That's who they're always going to be. 
Okay, that's why the next city election is so val- so so very important because we need a new city council, a new mayor. They're never going to be any different. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they, they're yeah. they're always going to. This is how they're always going to govern. If you can even call it governing, they're not going to fix the streets. They're not going to care take care of their actual responsibilities. It's all politics with them, and it's all the building of political resumes. That's their nature. Like a rattlesnake's nature is to bite you if you get too close. That's their nature. Those are the decisions. That's why the judge's decision on the bars was not surprising. It's like, well, yeah, that's his nature. That's his call that he's going to make. You can see it a mile away. We need to get rid of him. That's what we need to do because this crap's never going to stop as long as these people are sitting in City Hall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, explain to us the fat man when we get back. You want to? <laughs> sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's coming back. We'll lighten it up a bit. <laughs> Has nothing to do with either one of us coming right back. <laughs> oh, fat man. They're going to be talking about themselves. No. No, we don't do that no. on this show. We don't it's talk about movie, ourselves man. on this it's show. A movie. That's right. right. Back in a minute more. See Lowe's.com to learn more. Your voice, your vote. The place to be in 2020. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. If the... Public health professionals, if Dr. Fauci, if the doctors tell us that we should take it, I'll be the first in line to take it. Absolutely. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Yeah, there's one thing to think about. With one final thing about this um, virtual debate next week, I thought masks and social distancing worked. That's what we've been told. And so if they work, put Joe Biden in a mask, and you know I don't care. Put him 20 feet away from Trump. You know, doesn't matter. No, no, you're you're just endangering him. See how you are, you racist. It, it's all you know. He, he he needs. We need to keep him. We need to keep both of them safe. Trump had the covids. Okay, the Trump covids will go around the plexiglass. So no, <laughs> they're so pathetic, man. They're pathetic. It's about a teleprompter. Teleprompter. It's all it is. It's all it is. That's it. You know? And, and then, and then also the bit of audio we just heard, Harris. Well, if Trump recommends it, I won't take it. It's like, well, that's brilliant. <laughs> that doesn't even oh, make well. any sense, you know. But whatever. Good. Um, okay, so <laughs> talk about. <laughs> okay, then don't take the vote. <laughs> Fine with don't me. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> that's America, babe. Okay, so talk to me about Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, you know, I, this is—I just stumbled across this this morning after I got up, and I, as I was telling you off air, I'm a huge Mel Gibson fan, without shame and proudly so. I've been a fan since The Road Warrior. Uh, I, I think he's an amazing actor and director, and he's been doing some really interesting flicks. And also, most movies that come out these days are pretty formulaic, and so I'm always kind of looking for something a little different. He, in the new Mel Gibson movie, it's called Fat Man. He plays Santa Claus. He doesn't play a guy who plays Santa Claus. He plays the actual Santa Claus. And it's an action flick. And the only description I could find right now is a spoiled kid hires a hitman to kill Santa Claus after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. And that's all you get. And then you watch the trailer, and he's Santa Claus who's kind of cynical and done with the world, you know, and... Nobody believes him anymore. It's very gritty, it looks like, very gritty and, and realistic. And uh, it's Mel. It's Mel Gibson, Trey, as Santa Claus. It's Mad Max uh-huh. as an angry, bitter Santa Claus who is being tracked by a hitman. 
Is there anything else you can ask for in a movie? I mean, what, does oh. that not have all the elements no. that a person needs in a movie? <laughs> no, that's, that's perfect. I'll have to cleanse my palate after it's over with, though, with Ru- Rudolph or something. I just, man, I just I keep seeing that. Mel Gibson as an angry Santa Claus. That's great. So hopefully there uh, has be a, What's that? There has to be a way to redeem that at the end where there's a good story. That, I mean, it's Mel Gibson flick, so it has to be redeemable at the end. Look, I was telling you off the air that uh, Passion of the Christ, he did not get... Uh, he got shifted on that. He, oh, he totally. did not get what he deserved out of that. Oh, absolutely. That was a fantastic flick, and I'm I'm glad that he's working on uh, the, the follow-up to Passion of the Christ. Certainly. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies. It's brilliant. And he that was the best picture of the year. Hands down, it should have been the best picture of the year. Uh, and after that, because uh, they, they just hated his, he made a very successful movie about Christ. And from that moment, yep. they, the guy that who made fortunes for other people in that town. Mel Gibson, how yep. many millionaires and multimillionaires did Mel Gibson create just as a result of his career? And they all turned their back on him because he made a very well done, well executed uh, uh, movie about the life, uh, about the crucifixion of Christ. And he was, man, kicked out of the cool club after that. And it's a shame mm-hmm. because he really is a talented artist, and he always has been. Well, this will be interesting to see this one. All right, so it's 828 KTSA. More wear and rhyme on the other side of the news. Car Zeus at CarZeus.com. They're ready to buy your car or truck. Man, it's such a hassle. You know what I'm talking about? It's such, such a hassle to try to sell a car or truck. And it takes, on average, 30 to 45 days of you working it. And I mean constantly working it. I don't mean just sitting around waiting for the phone to ring or somebody to send you an email. I mean you're constantly having to be out there for 30 or 45 days placing the ads, following up, giving people test rides, all those kind of things, in order to sell your car or truck. Why go through all of that when you can just log on to CarZeus.com, C-A-R-Z-E-U-S.com, CarZeus.com, and they'll get you an offer on your vehicle right away. It's that simple. It doesn't take much time. It doesn't take any kind of work. I mean, they get right back to you, and they get it on, and they, they even if you're upside down, even if you, you still owe money on it, that's fine. They'll, they'll work through all that with you as well at CarZeus. So sell your car or truck, sell it easily, and sell it right away to XSA.com. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. China is to blame for the coronavirus. And President Trump is not happy about it. He's made that very clear. He made it clear again today. And Joe Biden owes China a ton. That's why he offshored jobs to China. That's why he and Barack Obama said that jobs weren't coming back, the manufacturing jobs weren't coming back. And since uh, Donald Trump has been the president, 500,000 manufacturing jobs have come back. Swearing Rima, KTSA. Okay, so you knew it was bound to happen in the era of BLM, and uh, you're all a bunch of racists, and America, as, as Kamala said last night, is systemically racist, and that's all coming from uh, the dude at the top, who is Barack Obama. That's, what, that's been his playbook from the very beginning, divide by race. Uh, headline today, Washington football team. It's not the Redskins anymore. Don't say Redskins. It's not the Redskins. <laughs> it's the Washington football team. If you say Redskins, that's a slur. Don't say it. It's Washington football team. <laughs> They are scrutinized for benching Dwayne Haskins, a black quarterback, in favor of a white one named Kyle Allen. 
Now, the coach, Ron Rivera, has a lot of experience with Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen was his quarterback at the Carolina Panthers. And Kyle Allen was recruited by Ron Rivera to come up and play in Washington for the Washington football team. But the quarterback that they had uh, starting up in Washington, uh, Dwayne Haskins, uh, led them to a 1-3 start so far this season. They've only won one game. So when it comes down to it, a coach has to look for a way to shake things up and change it and find a way to win. So he benched the black quarterback and put the white quarterback in, and oh, my God, here they come. No. Here they come. Mm-hmm. No. Racist. Racist. Racism. Oh. He's a racist. Yep. They really just, that's just, that's all, that's the only card they really have to play right now, isn't it? And just about everything. Mm. You know, what, what, I mean, this is what I can't stand about it. Shouldn't like the best football play. It's like since the Colin Kaepernick thing, I'm not a huge football expert, obviously. But man, shouldn't just the best guy get the kick? <laughs> We've just Absolutely. totally given up on that. Now it's it's really absolutely your skin color and your gender really just decide everything these days. It, for that crowd, for that rabble, it, that is the, the deciding factor in all things. If it's if it's uh you know if a white guy takes over for a black guy, if a white cop interacts with a black guy, it's always going to be racist. That's just the world in which we're living right now, and uh, it's not exactly uh, MLK's dream, is it? <laughs> well. I mean, you know, I've said this since Colin Kaepernick thing started. The the coach has one job, and that's to win. You right. know, if he doesn't win, he's he's got to feed his family, and that's the only way he can feed his family. He's got to win football games, and he doesn't care <laughs> what color you are. He doesn't care where you came from. I mean, you know, right. you could have come from you could have come from Venus, Uranus, or, or uh, Saturn. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care, right? He's right. got to win football games. That's it. <laughs> And so if, if Colin Kaepernick were capable of winning football games, he'd have a job. Today, he'd have a gig. Um, and the same is true. And, and by the way, they've tried to put him to work because they would love to be able to say he's playing in their league. Are you sure. kidding me? That would be a coup for the leftists to be able to say he's playing in that league. But he's not good enough. And so if, if the quarterback for the Washington team happens to be black, but he's not getting the job done and they're losing football games, you go to the next guy. And if he happens to be white, well, so be it. You know, it doesn't make the coach a racist. Get off of that. Come on. We're but fed up with it out here. We are. I am. I'm yeah. like, I've had my quotient of, of race baiting for a single lifetime. But you know what? Again, it's their nature. It's the nature of that side right now. They're always going to default to that right now. And uh, uh, I, I I don't know what gets us away from that. But, man, eight years of Obama is what got us here. Eight years yeah. of Obama is what got us Still here. doing it. And still He's doing still doing it. it. Still doing it. He is. And yep. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. So I'm not surprised by this, but uh, this is another reason why nobody's watching football and nobody's <laughs> watching baseball and nobody's watching nobody's watching basketball, man. <laughs> yeah, you know LeBron James could moon the camera on live TV and, and nobody would care, no, because they wouldn't see it. Nobody's watching. <laughs> nobody's like, watching. Dude, only the other guys saw that man. You know, it, you know, nobody's watching. This is why nobody's watching. You're a lifelong football fan. You're not watching football. Yeah, nope. Could care less. Yeah, not there. 
Yeah, because you know? I got fed up with it. And Adam Silver realized that because he said last night, we're done with that. Next year, we won't be doing that. He's looking at the ratings now, and nobody watched basketball and watched the finals this year, and that's why they're not going to do it. All right, let's lighten the load here and talk about candy. Shall we talk about your your kiddos' favorite candies, like uh, Gen Zers, like Millennials, Gen Xers? Um, what right. kind of candy that they like? Because Halloween's coming up, right? So, well, hopefully, Ron so far is letting us have Halloween. So, uh, the, it's a Google survey, uh, and it broke down favorite Halloween candy by generation. Uh, and so, it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Gen Zers, uh, who, you know, are the youngest ones, uh, who are currently, like, breaking stuff and lighting crap on fire in the streets, they like Twix and Hershey bars the best. Okay. Okay. Millennials, uh, Mr. Glasgow's group there, uh, generally defined as a generation born in the early 1980s through the early 1990s, they're a little more old-fashioned. They're really into candy corn. Okay. Uh, candy corn, which I found interesting. You, uh, I don't know. I guess technically, just by a few years, you're a baby boomer. I think because you're what fifty seven. I'm I'm fifty. Uh, one year, one year in a baby boomer. Fifty six. Okay. So yep. Gen Xers, uh, which uh, let's see, uh, we we like apparently Milky Ways and Almond Joy. Uh, the younger folks don't like coconut, but us Gen Xers are fine. We can roll with coconut and almonds. So Milky Way and Almond Joy are our favorite Halloween candies. And then the Boomers. Snickers, uh, right? Caramel apples and Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> a little more old-fashioned. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Caramel apples. I see Snickers. And, and, I see and s- Snickers, uh, I don't know here. I'm looking, 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 looking. For bo- it says, for Boomers listed Snickers, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and Milky Way. It's the top three. Oh wow! This is yeah. what I'm reading here. Yeah. So, and I would agree with that. I like Snickers. I like uh, peanut butter cups. I like Milky Ways. Those those would be my type. Like Milky Ways. I can't do the coconut. Yeah. You can't do I coconut. can't do the coconut though. No, the like the mounds and stuff or whatever that right. is. I can't do that. It's just not my deal. Mounds and almond joy were always just kind of weird candy bars, weren't they? They're just almost fully coconut, and uh, I I'm not a huge fan. I, I like Reese's peanut butter cups. I could eat a whole bag of those. Reese's peanut yeah, butter cups buddy. are my absolute favorite candy. In fact, there's nothing better than and I can't really eat this stuff anymore. But there's nothing better than Reese's peanut butter cups and red licorice, Twizzlers red licorice. Yeah, together. Do you like Skittles? Together. No, no. Okay, I'm not into really uh, fruit-based candy like Star Starburst or Skittles. I don't like mm-hmm. purely fruit-based candies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, what about uh, like the M and M's? M and M's plain and M and M's peanut. Do you like those Butterfingers? M- I used like to that? be M and M's peanuts. I used to eat until me the diverticulitis took them from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't eat those anymore. But no, you give me. You had to swear off the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's precisely what I had to do. But you, you look yeah. at those tiny little Reese's cups. Those are my. I could just eat a whole bag of those. Uh huh. Uh huh. So if you're if you're going to be if Sean's going to be Halloweening in your neighborhood, make sure there's lots of peanut uh, or Reese's peanut butter cups available for him. There we go. Your chocolate got into my peanut butter. 
And I don't even know your name. Loved, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love those commercials. Those are great. All right, back a minute. More Warren Rambo on the other side here on KTSA. Well, Pecos Fence Company, they build outstanding fences for homes everywhere. At Pecos, all you got to do is call, and they take it from there. 210-655-5656. 210-655-5656. When you want an outstanding company that you can just sit back and relax knowing that the job is going to be done right, then you want to call Pecos Fence Company for all of your fencing needs. And you know what? One of the cool things about them, I've mentioned this a million times. Let me make it a million and one. They will sell you the materials, too, if you want to do it yourself and save the labor costs. And I know a lot of people have done that. And a lot of people have decided that they are going to just do the job themselves. It's not that hard. I mean, you know, you can get out there and do it, particularly after this week, things start to cool off a little bit. You can get out there and swing a hammer and uh, repair your own pickets and your own fence and stuff like that. But if you just don't have the time for that, if you're too busy for that, they'll more than happy to build that fence for you. Any size, anywhere in the state of Texas, they'll come to you at Pecos Fence Company. 210 655 